Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. gentlemen thanks for uh bearing with us uh as we get through some hiccups but uh this is the whole point of uh hijacking uh cave crew radio tonight and airing our uh our preseason preview i i i think we have a great show ahead for you ladies and gentlemen we've got some really good segments uh we're gonna have a lot of fun uh just so you know we're going to be airing, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, uh, September 11th or 12th, uh, Monday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Live. Um, we will be on PucksandPintsRadio.com on our Facebook page. And uh, hopefully um, we're working on syndication as we speak. Uh, by the way, my name's Coach K. I am uh, comfortably... Um, uh, out of work or retired, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I've been around the game a long time. I'm a huge fan. And there are two things I love more than anything. And that is beer and hockey. So uh, when this idea... But you're only was, good at one of them. Right, which is hockey. Uh, anyway, um, this is going to be, be good at beer. This is going to be That's a not, fun I guess. I guess... Fucking, I guess I try. Can I at least introduce you? You can see already, <laughs> folks, this is going to be a wild season, but it's all about hockey. It's all about fun. Um, first, I'm going to go to my uh, cohort uh, in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, who <laughs> I did think was an excellent coach until I saw him wear a dress uh, during a hockey practice, but it was all for a good cause, ladies and gentlemen. He goes by the name of Bacon. Let's bring him in. Bacon. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's That's up? your Thanks, cue. You, you don't yeah, stare at the uh... screen aimlessly. You say something, for gosh sakes. <laughs> well, I figured if I just stare at the screen and mouth something without speaking, then it would throw you off a little bit. <laughs> then I'd have to be here doing this for the crowd. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, I'm really, uh, really excited to kick this off tonight. Uh, it'll be an interesting, like Ken said, an interesting season. It'll be fun. It'll be, uh, you know, you'll get some some views maybe you've never heard before instead of the stuff you see on, you know, NHL.com and all that other stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty geeked to be here. I got some stuff, uh, making notes all afternoon and got my beer and my, uh, my spirits ready. So we'll, uh, we'll run from there. All right, cool. And uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, signaling his wife that it's not time for his Tahiti treat drink because this is a hockey show uh, from Queens, New York, ladies and gentlemen. You're certainly going to get a, pre- a preview other than our Leafs. Um, is the Big B. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be, well, I am the alcoholic of the group. And right on cue... As we're talking, you know, beers and all that, uh, my wife is here with the drink of the night for me, and it's fancier than anything I've had previously. It's earlier, though. It's only 8 o'clock. I know, but here's what I'm concerned about. Here's what I'm concerned about, Baker, is he's going to be having these drinks on Fridays for Cave Crew Radio. Is he going to continue the tradition on Mondays for Pucks and Pints? The, the real question is, do I continue the tradition on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, too? <laughs> uh, Big B's going to so do a me, show every night. In. Let me bring this in. Oh, my God. You do not look like a hockey fan. Wait, let's get yeah, him on screen here, folks. You look like a... You, you. There's Mitch Marner's number one fan. There you go. <laughs> that, so that, this, is a, this is called a lemon drop martini. This and I guess there's sugar on the glass. Yeah, that's some Mitch Marner would wear while he's uh, you know in his tutu on the golf course. It's like lemonade. Is that what's in here? It's like lemonade, vodka. Uh, I'm vodka assuming. Triple sec, uh, fresh lemon juice. Vodka, triple sec, lemon juice, and some simple syrup. All right, we're it's, gonna, like, it's like lemonade. We're gonna talk about hockey, uh, bacon. I don't know about you. I know you detest it, <sighs> but I have blue. And uh, uh, yeah. I also have a few leftover Canadians, so. Because you were supposed to bring me craft yeah. beer, like Pumpkin Spice Walkerville or something. Yeah, you know, I, I went uh, I went to, uh, let's see, six breweries yesterday, four more today, and one before that. Now, to be fair, we originally thought we were starting September 12th. Which we are. Uh, and, yeah. not, and, and not tonight with our preview, so. Um, I will definitely have something by then. At but, the six uh, breweries, yeah, just, before we get into hockey, because it's also a little bit of pints on this show, at the six breweries, how many samples did you have? Uh, I didn't actually have any because I didn't want to appear like I was an alcoholic begging for, <laughs> for alcohol. I love beer. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, it was it was pretty cool though. I did get to go. You know, I've been to some of these before to eat and to drink and stuff like that. Uh, but I got to meet some of the some of the owners, which was kind of cool. Uh, and um, kind of just just rub elbows with elbows with them a little bit, explain what we do, explain kind of what we're looking for, and and let them know that hey, you know, we're not looking for any any money or anything. It's just to promote their promote promote their products. So that being said, tonight I've got uh, a couple different ones. I've got one from Frank Brewing. Well, wait a minute here. Um, wait a minute. I think we have a jingle. Time for Bacon's Craft Brew Review. There you go. 
You got your little jingle. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. So tonight I've got one from uh, from Frank Brewing. He, uh, he's actually a propane customer of mine, even though I don't do anything other than <laughs> this. And I, I really, this is probably of all the all the breweries around. I, I, I like them all. Uh, this is one I gravitate to more frequently, um, just because my wife likes the food there as well. So it, it kind of helps out. Uh, but they have a, a huge selection of beers. And that's the one on the east side here. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Out by you. So yeah. it's, uh, we'll, we'll I have to go walk, there. I could walk there. Not like you driving to the six breweries. Risking yeah, I, I don't DUI. Know, it's a pretty hot hike for you even, I think. Uh, the other yeah. side of Banwell. So. I'm not that old. Okay. Banwell is not that far. That's true. That's true. Okay. And then the other one that I've already started is called Lug Tread Logger. Lug Tread Logger. Let's see if we can't get that on. Yeah. Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Bring it back up. Yeah. The graphics. The graphics are crazy. Yeah. Let's get it back here. Do this. All right. Got a I like tractor logger. on the can. I like Logger and I like Pilsner. Yeah, it's really good. It's uh, it's from a little place called Van Cleek Hill, Ontario, which is up the other side of Ottawa. I've only found this at one place here in town uh, at, a, at a bar, and I tried it, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, Van, so I was Van, lucky enough today to find some at the LCBO. Van Cleek Hill, Ontario. Yes. I, I, I need, Big B, when you come and visit, we need to visit mm-hmm. Van Cleek Hill, Ontario. I have never heard of such a place. And funny enough, uh, it's the gingerbread capital of Canada. Oh, so. fantastic. We're into the pumpkin spice. <laughs> Hold while I write things down. Yeah, please do. Um, anyway. And then last but not least, for to, to pair with Big B, I've got some Jack Daniels uh, apple whiskey punch. Is that, is that Winter Jack? Why is yes. that Winter Jack? Why is that yep. bottle white? Because it's, it's Winter it's, Jack. It's, it's a Winter Jack, so it's meant like snow and all that. My wife, before the show, yeah. she's like, I hope you're not going to the LCBO. I'm like, I'm sitting here with a blue. The rest of you guys are fucking martinis and Jack Daniels. Um, can, can I can I chime in here? For, for those of us that aren't in the six-block radius of Windsor, Ontario, What's the LCO, whatever it's called? Oh, well, that's that? like your liquor superstore. Yeah, oh. Liquor Control Board of Ontario. Yeah, so. you got to remember. Unlike bacon. you, we can't go to the store and buy. Well, now we can some grocery stores, but well, we can we get can't go wine to the corner and store and buy, that's, buy booze. Anyway, you got to well, remember, we bacon. We you're you're in front booze. of an international audience. You're you're not in front of just Windsor. Right. So, but here in, in, in the States, we can't buy uh, booze and beer in the same store. You cannot sell it in the same store. Right, right. You'd have a liquor store and a party store, right? So, Correct. And I bet you the reason for that is uh, Big B. He's probably the reason that log up. Well, you got to go back to the Dixie Cups. Like, you're, you're, you're. I could see you and Mitch Barner at a martini bar just uh, tooting it up. Wait a minute. 
you're you're the world's biggest Mitch Marner fan all of a sudden, so I don't want to hear shit from you. We'll get to that eventually. Um, but he's <laughs> I still, any pick you have tonight is now suspect because of that glass. I I, I, I still <laughs> think the engagement of Mitch Marner is, is I'm not positive it's real. Let's put it that way. Um, Are you saying he has a beard? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, Mitch Marner couldn't grow a playoff beard if his life depended on it. Anyway, we got to get on with the show, I, I guys. Don't mean, I, when I say beard, I don't mean facial hair. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. I mean fake wife. Got it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. He sure seems to hang out a lot with Joe Thornton and uh, Zach Onman. Anyway, uh, without his fiance. But anyhow, uh, I'm not here to do the TMZ sort of stuff. We got to talk hockey. One of the things we have to learn, boys, we got 90 minutes tonight, but 60 minutes when we go live on the 12th. So the first subject is, and, uh, and each of our hosts uh, will, will, will have a topic that they are going to gravitate to, uh, is called um, In the Hot Seat, which is, uh, well, you're going to find out what In the Hot Seat is in, in just a minute. The biggest chainsaw. I have no idea what that just is. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to learn this new soundboard that Big B uh, convinced me to buy. There. I like that better. In the hot seat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, each host will pick a subject each week uh, that they want to get into. And we're going to go uh, We're going to go over to Big B uh, first. And uh, Big B has in the hot seat uh, Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau. So on on free agent day, free agent side, the opening of free agency, the whole talk all day long was where Johnny Goudreau was going to sign. He was the number one free agent on the market. Where is he going to sign? Uh, Calgary made him a huge offer to stay. He had no interest in staying in Calgary whatsoever. So the thought was... That he wants and to play apparently there were several home. others, Big B. New Jersey. Uh, well, that's yeah, that's what I'm yeah. getting to. So, so uh, apparently he wanted to play close to home, which is in Philadelphia. Um, so the logical choice would be the Flyers, but uh, the Flyers didn't have the cap space. They couldn't clear space for him, so they were out pretty much immediately. So the 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 talk until he signed was mostly New Jersey. All I heard was New Jersey's in the lead, but the Islanders could uh, be a contender for it. And it made sense because it's still New York, New Jersey, close enough to Philly where family and all that, he can go back home as often as he wants. So halfway through the day, the big signing comes. He signs with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And everybody turned and said, why? He loves cannons. Yeah, I, I think guess. I think minutes after that popped out, you and I were conversing back and forth, like, right? What so, is this guy so, doing? Yeah. So well, that was the head. That was he was the biggest free agent uh, signing of the uh, of free agency, and he was the biggest head scratching signing of free agency. So I'm looking at uh, the. I'm trying to figure out what drew him to Columbus. So I'm looking at the stats, and I'm seeing okay, well, you know, Goudreau was a 40 goal scorer, but you know he played with Matthew Kachuk. 
Uh, yeah, they were at a good Calgary had a good team. They went to um, the Western Conference Finals. They had a, a uh, the goaltender was uh, third or, or second. I'm sorry in the Vesna Trophy voting. Uh, so they were a pretty good team. I look at I look at uh, uh, Columbus's stats from last year. They had four 20 goal scorers, no 30 goal scorers. Their highest goal scorer last year was uh, Oliver uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand, who scored 28 goals. Uh, but is now gone. He's on Seattle. Uh, the second highest was Patrick Line, who's basically the, the the only superstar they have on that team. He's not he a superstar, though. Uh, the, on that team, he is. He's the he's the biggest name on that. Well, let's not say superstar. He's the biggest name on that team. So other than that, there's nobody surrounding them, and they give up more goals than you could shake a stick at i'm looking at uh, oliver bjorkstrand who was their leading goal scorer was a minus 35 cole sillinger was a minus 22 igor chikanov was a minus 27 they they give up goals like there's no tomorrow i have no idea what johnny goudreau was thinking if he thinks they're a rebuilding team and they're on they're they're gonna bounce back i don't see it because even their goalie elvis elvis kasturkwin kasturkwin <laughs> he had a 907 save percentage. He was 20, uh, 27 and 23. He's not, he's not a, a superstar goalie. They could replace him with anybody. So they're going to give up goals. They have no defense. Aside, outside of Patrick Line, he's the only guy there. Is, is, um, they have uh, what's his name they just signed. Uh, I can't believe they traded uh, Seth Jones. But who's the D-man they got? Uh, Bacon? Uh, it starts with a W. Um, uh, Walst- Wallstrom? No. Wal- Weiner uh, or whatever. But yeah, oh. they, they they don't stop the puck. Not and I will answer why you thought his line in Calgary was so good when I get to my hot seat. Because <laughs> I have an issue with that. I, I have a huge well, issue. At, well, that's the thing. So you looking looking at at Goudreau's stats, his best year before then uh, was uh, where is it? Uh, 2018-19 season, where he scored 36 goals and had 99 points. Other than that, he's you know a middle of the pack uh, goal scorer. You know, well, 20, I, you know, I, I flo- think flirting I, with 30 goals. I think he's a a top winger in the league. Um, one of the names you mentioned, I will get to in a few minutes, I think is a flash in the pan, but, um, you forgot about, I don't understand. Well, you forgot about Lindholm, who was his center, who's still probably one of the top centers in the league in Calgary. But I, I, I I think I think Goudreau is an, I think he's a great addition to any team. But to build a franchise, to build a franchise around Johnny Goudreau, Patrick Lane, and Boom Jenner, or whatever his name is, is ridiculous. You got no goaltending. You got no defense. He's not bringing them a cup. There's no way he's bringing them a cup. He would have been good on, like... I don't know, Edmonton or, or Jersey or even the Islanders. He would have boosted it because he's a good player, but he's not a player that you build your franchise around. He's not Sidney Crosby. Would have made the most, 
Jersey would have made the most sense. They have young superstars on that team. Their goaltending is a question mark, but they have more advantages than Columbus. So he's gonna he's gonna wallow in uh, in in you know maybe first round playoff loss hell for the rest of his career, uh, even if they if they even make the playoffs because they're not they don't have they're not a huge market they don't have they don't spend a lot of money they have no defense no goaltending he's going to be the really really big fish in a small pond and teams are going to focus on him when when Columbus comes they'll all right let's stop Goudreau nobody else is going to score maybe line A but that's about it well they'll score. Is is there a chance he's using it as a as a stepping stone uh, from well, a leadership standpoint? He just signed a, just signed a what like, seven year contract. I couldn't shine in Calgary. You know, I couldn't shine in Calgary because you know there were other players that were overshadowing him. Maybe he moves to a smaller team to be kind of the man for so, you know so you're one saying, two seasons, and then his agent says, "I got to get out of here." You're saying he's like Phil Kessel in Arizona, like. Uh, We'll get into the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference as we go along, but big players sign with teams they think are going to win. Right. If his ego is so deranged that he thinks that they're going to build some kind of a... They've got some good young players there. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've looked at their prospects. I've looked at what they got coming through the tunnel. I just don't see him as a Sidney Crosby, Austin Matthews, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Dylan Larkin, whatever you want to call the guy you build your franchise around. Johnny Goudreau is not that guy. Is he good? He's very good. But he's and Patrick Lonnie is ultimately- very good, but neither one of them are fucking leaders in a dressing room. What will ultimately happen is what I can see happening in Columbus is he's coming there with all the pomp and circumstance and fanfare. He's going to bring this franchise uh, to the, the the Stanley Cup. That's what everybody's thinking. They may not say it publicly, but that's what everybody's thinking. Five years down the road in his whatever eight-year contract, whatever he signed, when they are not making it to the second round of the playoffs or maybe not making the playoffs at all, they're not. Everything's going to turn on. Everybody's going to turn on Goudreau because yep. it's going to yeah. be his fault. Yep, he'll be the savior that didn't save. He yep. exactly. Everything will be his fault. He could score a hundred goals uh, in a season. The, the Columbus Blue Jackets won't make the playoffs. It's going to be his fault. Yeah, he is in he, a no-win. He, he is in a no-win situation in Columbus. He Whereas wants if to he hear. To Jersey, he wants to hear the can. Jersey is an up-and-coming team. He could have done wonders for Jersey. Yeah, and really made them a contender in that Eastern Conference, but. He's gonna he's gonna just wallow in misery in Columbus until he's like not, like uh, like you said his agent f- uh, forces his way out. Yeah, he's and I don't think that's gonna happen. He's probably got a no trade clause. Um, they're eating it. They're they're in a bad place. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, next on the list is, uh, is 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 Bacon. He was uh, he was losing his shit after the uh, draft. Um, and I've got some feelings over this hockey player too, and I'm interested to hear what Big B says after. Uh, Shane Wright, the number one pick out of the uh, where was he from? Kingston, Burlington. Well, yeah, he, he came from the front next, right from the OHL. Uh, born in Burlington, young Ontario born Canadian player. Uh, I'll be honest, to me, he's number one in his mind. He was touted as number one. He was given exceptional status. Uh, I don't think he was ready for it. 
I honestly don't. Uh, this kid. So my frustration stems from this fact. There are, I don't know what, 600, 700,000 kids in Ontario that play minor hockey that want to get to that level. That's the goal. And that's the aspiration of kids, right? Is to, to play in the NHL or to play for the OHL or to play for, you know, whatever. This kid sits in the stands. He's given every advantage that he can get. They've got the money. He's got the the poise. He's in a position where he's being touted as number one. He's sitting in the stands. He's projected to go number one. He doesn't go number one. So he gets a sour look on his face. Now, I understand that. That part makes sense to me. If if you think you're going to go number one, if everybody says, we think you're going to go number one and you don't go number one, you're visibly upset. I get it. Number two goes by. Jersey passes on him. Then Arizona passes on him. Which didn't make sense. And he, I don't think so either, but I'll tell you why I think they did it. I think it did, but I'll tell you why after. And they, he ends up in Seattle, which, okay, cool. Seattle's a new team, building, starting a new franchise, going to take your chance on a young kid. When he walked across that stage, I lost every ounce of respect for that kid in the world. When he looked at that Montreal bench or the Montreal table and glared at them because they didn't choose him number one, that was the end of it for me. This kid can go jump off a fucking pier. I don't so care. You have to wonder because there's, there's there's a lot more than watching video, watching the kids play, um, whether or not he has a huge upside. I, I, he's an NHL player. Um, what he becomes. Oh, I don't, yeah. What don't he becomes is, 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 is my question. But. They interview all these guys in the combines and stuff, right? And and, yeah. and these interviews must have not went well because I heard that he was projected to fall as far as seventh. Based on his interviews, correct. Yeah, and that's that was my next point was that he went through the interviews with Jersey, Arizona, and, and Montreal. Three things came out of those interviews that, that hit him to where he landed was his attitude – his, his work ethic and his lack of passion. Those three things came out of those interviews and they said, we don't think this kid is as good as he thinks he is. And all three of because us have of been around facts. the, all three of us have been around the game long enough. It doesn't matter if you're coaching a house league team, a travel team, a, a junior team or, or, or a pro team. Um, poison in a locker room, and not just hockey, ladies and gentlemen, poison in a hockey room. Uh, can destroy a team, a good team. Well, this reminds Absolutely. me of uh, this reminds me of to bring it to uh, a football analogy. Uh, when Johnny Manziel came out and Josh Rosen, they were both slated to go number one, and went you know, later in in the round, and they were had the chip on their shoulder, and they were going to show them, and they're both basically out of the league now. Yeah, uh, you know, you come out like that. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, his career is just beginning, so we don't know what's going to happen. But when you have an attitude like that and everybody sees it, that usually translates to little success on the ice field, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you and in the room. Was, uh, the room. Like is, Jimmy, the, the room is the, critical, the, Bigby. Uh, the, the, the morale of the room, the morale of the bench can turn a game, can 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 turn a series. 
Um, Sometimes it's not uh, always the best player that wins it for you. It's that it's that team. You're 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 a bigger force as a team when you're all on board together. You've won championships, Bacon. Uh, Big B, you've watched championships. Championships are those little pieces. And when you're that big piece of cancer, that's not good. Especially before you've even stepped on an NHL ice rink. This is like uh, when when Jimmy Vesey uh, was coming into the league, was the Hobie Baker trophy winner coming out of college. And I forget whatever team drafted him. Uh, he refused to sign with that team. And there was a big bidding war for Jimmy Vesey. And, you know, he was going to be this big superstar. The Rangers got him. And he turned out to be, you know, he's barely a fourth line guy. Oh, he's a flop. He's back for on the Rangers them. this season, but he's been around the league and yeah, all he's of that. played for the Leafs. He he's played for be, Vancouver. You know, I mean, and the kid's got skill, but you got to be coachable. Right, you you've got to yeah, fit into a system. All about you, right? Yeah, well, you, you have to. You know, Bacon may have a system. I may have a system. Big B may have a system. You got to buy in to whatever that system is, and, and it, it it takes right. a team. You, you, they're always talking in the, in the playoffs. Well, why is Tampa so? third, fourth line guys when everyone's breaking down, when everyone's tired, when your superstars have lost it. It's those character guys that come through. And and Shane Wright, right off the bat, I'm sitting there with my son. We're watching the draft, and I, I got to admit, I was a little shocked. But then the further it went, I'm like, I looked at, at Jake, and I said, this this guy's poison. Nobody wants him. They want Cooley. Yep, I kind of, I kind of chuckled when uh, he didn't go first and he sat there. But then by the time he didn't go first, like he didn't go first, he didn't go second. And then I thought to myself, I went, I wonder how far this kid's gonna fall. Like this could be very interesting. That you know. And then there's the the story out there about him that uh, you know Gretzky called him between the, the second and the third pick and said, "Hey kid, you know, don't worry about it. Keep your head up because you know I didn't go first and this and that and." I, I don't know, man. I, apparently, I think, Marner. Uh, apparently, Marner called him too, because Marner was, was what Martini Glass fifth or yeah, Mister Martini Glass. Uh, <laughs> he was like fifth or whatever. But no, in yeah, all reality, I mean, though, it's going to be interesting. And listen, I never want a guy not to succeed. I I I just hope he's coachable, and if he's coachable, absolutely, absolutely. And I agree, hundred percent. I think his numbers. Through, through the OHL and, and through the World Juniors and stuff like that, they're not that far off from guys like Crosby and McDavid. I mean, they're 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 150-point scorers a, a season, right? Like 2018-2019, this kid had 66 goals and 84 assists. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's, he's ringing up the numbers. I just don't think he's got the character and the drive to be the player he thinks he's going to be. Right. Like, he's going to get into the NHL, and he's going to get knocked down a couple pegs, and it's going to take him a couple years to, to kind of – acclimate and get to where he needs to be but I, I, I don't know we'll see I don't want to knock on the Rangers uh, Big B we'll get into it when we do the review uh, but Alex Rafrenier, uh he has not lived up uh, to the hype 
and uh, as the as the number one overall pick. Well, we'll talk about when we get into the Rangers because he's he's uh, going to be on a different line. So we'll we'll discuss that when we yeah. Get into and the, I again, I, I'm not saying they're not NHL players, but when you want to be number one, you're a franchise guy. You're winning the Rocket Richard or, or whatever. Um, anyhow, my skank I think is the biggest skank of all. Um, I think he's overrated. I'm, I'm going to explain to you why, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Matthew Chichuk. Um, I went out of Calgary. Uh, I'm better than my father. I'm better than my brother, who's the captain of the Ottawa Senators. Um, I'm going to tell you something. I know you knocked Johnny Goodrow, but he was on a line with Lindholm and Goodrow. He cashed in. Thank God for him in a warm state with over 100 points. He is a 70-point player. He is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'd am take him on my team in a heartbeat. He, he ain't a game changer either. He's not a guy that you want to build a franchise around. You give up Huberto. And uh, what's his name? Um, who's the defenseman? Bacon. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Blake. Uh, anyway, they they gave up a top four defenseman. They gave up Huberto, who, by the way, was second in points in the NHL. Who's going to thrive with Lindholm in Calgary? We'll get to Calgary when we do the Western uh, Conference. And we'll get to Florida when we do our Eastern Conference review. Big losers. This guy ain't as good as they make him out to be. There's my thought on the hot seat. What do you think? I think he'll do better in Florida than Goudreau will do in Columbus, though. Florida has yes. the better players around him. Yes. Than, I, than Columbus has nobody. Again, I'll agree with that. He's, he's, a great, he's a great player. He's a great player at a 70-point threshold. He is not a 100-point-a-year player. But when you go to Florida, you don't need to be a 100-point player. The, he has, the, the, the supporting cast in Florida will pick up the slack. You I was just thinking, lost. You lose to everyone. You just lost. McK Mackenzie Weezer was the guy I was thinking of. A Weezer, yeah, Weezer. Weezer, and he's a top four defenseman, whether you like him or not. The Leafs had him on his radar, and, and, and you give up Huberdeau. Huberdeau is a better hockey player than to Chuck. Yep, hundred and fourteen points point. last year, Big B, and it's not all because of Barkov. I, your I, point think now, Florida, I think Florida's I going backwards, but we'll get into that in a bit. I don't disagree that Kachuk is a good player, but his role in Calgary was get in front of the net and just get in the way. Yeah. So now that's his position. That's his job. I get it. But how many of those goals were oops goals where yeah. they, you know, he was in the right place at the right time and just happened to, you know, it went off his, his, his leg or went off his shaft of his stick or it went off of, you know, and I understand that's his job. His job is to get in the way, just be a nuisance in front of the net. But of, of half his goals, they weren't orchestrated by him. They weren't technically scored by him. 
And so is he really that good of a player? Now, and I guess how do you define good player? I don't he, think he is. I think he's a look. I'd love him on my team. I, I'd slate him in second line left wing any day of the week. Oh, he's he's an absolute pest. For sure. He's he has a perfect spot on any team just to be the guy that annoys the shit out of everyone. But are you willing to give a top four defenseman, which is so hard to find in this league, and Huberto, who was the second in points? There's gonna be some yeah. magic in Calgary, folks. I'm telling you right now. I guess we'll see, won't we? Uh, it's a it's a different year in Calgary. Two when do we got to make these predictions? When are we writing predictions in the book? Is that we're, next we're, week or the first? Not, we can't predict playoffs, and we're not doing the Western Conference tonight. We're doing the Eastern yeah, Conference. The East, but, but yeah, I'm just telling you. I just a side note. I think Calgary's in a better place right now. And I'll get into that when we do the Western Conference thing. But anyway, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I love Matthew Tuchuk. I, I take him on my team in a in a heartbeat. Uh, build a franchise around him. Give up what you gave up. Offer him that kind of money because he fluked out on a 100-point year. Not a chance. Not in my book. But. We've all talked about this before. There's some really crazy contracts going out for seven, eight years of guys that are in their 30s. And, and yeah. I sure hope the cap space goes up in the next few years. Yeah, I, I saw a, uh, I saw an article today that uh, they're talking about the cap being increased for 23-24 based on all the craziness that happened this year. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's anyway, folks. There you go. Each of us have a beef. We'll bring it to you every week. If you have a beef, bring it to us. Uh, we're on Facebook at uh, Pucks and Pints, uh, Pucks and Pints Show at Gmail dot com. Uh, put it in the chat. Put it out there. Let us know what your hot seat is, and maybe we'll jump on board with you. But those are the three things that uh, kind of pissed off us three. Um, this week. All right, another test here, guys. Uh, I am going to ask you uh, to mute again. We're going to, oh, who did I just, did I just dump bacon? You certainly Or did, did bacon dump himself? I, maybe he thought it was the end of the show. I don't know. Is that it? <laughs> he's, he's new here. I'm sure bacon will be back. <laughs> when I say mute yourself, bacon, I don't mean eject yourself from the plane. Um, uh, by the way, you need to mute yourself too. Uh, otherwise, it sounds like Lou Gehrig giving his famous I, speech at Yankee Stadium. I can't though. If I mute myself, there's no sound. Well, you got to do something because it's echoing like a bitch. All right. Well, it's going to have to work for tonight. There's bacon. Let's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, my crappy PC. I got to start using our, our newer uh, one. Did you not uh, plug in your PC again? Yeah, that was terrible right at the end of the last show. But yeah, uh, no, this one's uh, it's getting up there in age. And all right, ready so for the, ready for the uh, yeah, baby. I, I can't do anything about the echo for tonight. We're gonna have to live with it. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, another segment that we got here uh, is our resident bookie, uh, Jay Vegas, and. Um, 
I got to bring everything into the stream. And um, anyway, Jay Vegas is a resident bookie. I sent him a few things that we'd like to have for his picks of the week. Uh, season hasn't started, so obviously he can't give us any games or any players or anything like that. Um, but uh, he can uh, give us this. Now, Jimmy Sports Lounge presents the Jay Vegas Picks of the Week. Well, I can't believe it's near the end of another endless summer. It was a good one, though, and we've got a lot of stuff coming up ahead. It sounds like it's going to be incredible. Cave Crew Radio's got pucks and pints coming. Maybe an endless autumn. Who knows? It's tough to say. You guys are the idea guys. I'm just the picks guy. This is really new to me. Kind of nervous, but everybody said just pretend like you're talking to Kenny. Just pretend like you're in the room talking to Big B. So I had Paul, could you remove that, please? So I had uh, I had some paintings made, uh, some paintings of Kenny and and Big B, and that's what I'll be that's what I'll be talking to. I feel more relaxed already. Thank you, Paul. Renowned artist here in Kingston, Paul Richardson. Well, I guess first we start off with we want to talk about Matt Kachuk, but there's not much to talk about there. If he stays healthy, he's good for 90 points. If he's not healthy, he could still hit the 90. Who knows? Depends on how long he misses. I don't know. Who else is going to do the scoring in Florida now? So he's going to rack up a lot of points. I would definitely take the over 90. Um, early cup bets, I mean, you're not getting very good value on the Maple Leafs right now. If you take the Maple Leafs, they're the second favorite, which is shocking to me. It's almost as shocking as the Buffalo Bills being the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Neither of those are going to happen. The only guarantee this year is that two people will shit the bed. It's going to be Amber Heard and probably the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sorry, Kenny. Don't kill the messenger. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, I am really interested. Bet 365. Bet365 has uh, what they call bet boosters. So they'll just take random bets and they'll boost the odds a little. So uh, right now, if you want to take the Rangers to win the division, they boosted that from 325, I think, to 400. So you're getting 4-1 to one on the Rangers just to win their division, and they boosted their Stanley Cup odds from 18-1 to one to 25-1. to one. Only because of the bet booster would I consider taking the Rangers. Big B, I know you like that. I know you think it's strange that we drink our milk out of a bag. Don't ask me. Now, to make the playoffs, he asked about Calgary and Vancouver. Vancouver, you're, Vancouver's 10 to 1 to win the division, 25 to 1 to win the West, and you're getting 50 to 1 of them to win the Cup. That's just crazy money. I can't see Vancouver doing it. I don't know. Some goaltending issues. Who knows how? Not a good bet at all. Calgary, 
It looks like they're assembling the best team that money can buy. So now you're going to have Huberdeau to Foley. I believe Lindholm. It's going to be a power line. To win the cup, I don't know. I would take them definitely to win the division. But uh, also got hometown, hometown hero Kirk Muller. He's doing a great job. Great job up in Calgary. So from my heart, I'll probably be betting a little bit on Calgary to win the division and then a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle on them to win, to win the cup. And, uh, yeah, and speaking of local talent, this weekend, and because it's Friday, who knows what's up, what odds you can get her at now, but you can get Brooke Henderson at 11 to 1 before she starts the CP LPGA event. It's at the Hunt Club in Ottawa, which is like basically her home course. So if you can get her at 11 to 1, that'd be a great bet. That'd be really good. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, Besides that Rangers bet in Vancouver and Calgary, to I mean, Vancouver definitely won't be there. So don't waste your money on that. Tune in for some picks. Uh, I do have a pick for tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, the Australian Hockey League, the Melbourne Mustangs are playing Sydney. Take Melbourne. You're going to pay a little bit of juice on that. It's going to get expensive, but it's going to come in for sure. Anyway, that's the picks. I'm looking forward to a fun fall of hockey. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. J. Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, I know I got to fix the echo, guys. I'm working on it. I got a favorite segment that he was awesome. And yes, you drink milk from a bag. It's weird. Yeah, I was going to say, what? what is with the cereal? The cereal is fantastic. It's wonderful. wonderful. What, what a great name, though, for a bookie, uh, Jay Vegas. He's great. He's phenomenal. And I, now, I, I got to The only other you, question I had from his segment was who the hell watches the Australian Hockey League? Well, I, I guess I, when you're a gambling man like Jay Vegas, you watch anything. You look but at everything. He, you see, didn't know they had hockey in Australia. You, you see, he, he, he's contradicting you, DK. He's saying Kachuk is good for 90. He's not good for 100. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> no eating while podcasting, please. I, I, I agree 100%. Are we allowed to drink, Mike, or what? Well, of course, we, we have to drink. And you guys out of the... Look at him drinking directly. We got bacon out of a bottle. Big B used to do that with his peanut butter whiskey, and then he started drinking in fucking martini glasses. Oh, yeah? Watch this. Got sophisticated on us. There we go. Everyone's drinking out of a bottle but me. I'm drinking out of a bottle of blue, but I got a lot of buttons to press. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, kind of the, the, uh, the semi-main event... This is our Eastern Conference preview, uh, gentlemen. So what I'm what I'm hoping to get out of this is kind of like a team by team breakdown. Um, you're not going to pick who's going to win the cup or anything like that, but you you, you can pick where you think they're going to fall or if they're up or they're down. Um, let's start in the in 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 the Metropolitan Division. And, um, well, let's start with the Columbus Blue Jackets, since we were talking about them. Bacon, what do you think? 
I don't see it happening for them this year, man. I really don't. Uh, like like Big B said, uh, you know, they got good row, but I don't think they got anything to back them up. I don't think there's a lot behind them. I don't think there's there's much gusto behind them. Uh, you know, you, you were correct. They do have Zach Wierenski, uh, but I just I, I see them I see them golfing in the off season this year for sure. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. I I, I, I think Johnny Goudreau and, and Patrick Laine are excellent hockey players, but I don't see a lot of personality in either of them that that, that, that you're going to build a franchise around, that, that you're going to build some kind of a dynasty. And and, and I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, but they, they, they lost Oliver Bjorkstrand. Bjork, Bjorkstrand, yeah. Yeah, Bjorkstrand. there you go. I'm, I'm the worst with names, uh, by the way, Bacon. Um, but uh, he's a pretty good hockey player, and he was the price that paid uh, to get Johnny Goudreau. And Boone Jenner and all these other people, they're great character players, but I, I see Columbus near the bottom. Well, it, the Metropolitan isn't as congested as the Atlantic, so they might bump up a few spots, but they're not they're 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 not a playoff team. Big B. I think, I think the, the the biggest thing, never mind, they can do whatever they want on, on the forward side. They don't have the goaltending to compete. Or or defense. Or, true. Yeah, the de- they give up way too many goals. Yeah. And Merzlickens Mer- Mer- uh, is Elvis not a What a cool name, though. Elvis it is a cool name. It is a cool name, but he's not he's not a starting goaltender. He's a he would be a, a great backup goaltender uh, on a team, uh, but he's not a starting goaltender. They're not going to win with him in net. Yeah. So we're we're in concurrence on that, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes is a real interesting piece. Uh, they lost uh, Trocheck, who we'll get to once we get to another team. Uh, Nino Niedermeyer. And Tony D'Angelo, uh, they picked up a 37-year-old Brent Burns and a injured Max Pacioretty, uh, not to mention they signed who? Dougie Hamilton the year before. Um, great team. Are they as hot as they were last year? Well, you know, well, um, Brent Burns, I think, uh, absolutely is better than Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo... He does good on the power play, but he's he's cancer in the locker room. He if uh, you hit him a little bit, he loses his cool on the ice. He'll take bad penalties. Brett Burns is a big upgrade over Tony D'Angelo. But he's I think the biggest he's question been is, downsliding though. If you watch how many shots he takes per game, and and and, and I, I I can appreciate he's on a not so good San Jose Shark team. But he you looking for his career to take an uptick or? No, but he's – I'm not looking for his career to take – he's an older player. I mean, he's, he is what he is. He's still an upgrade over Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo, like I said, regard, Tony D'Angelo isn't a superstar on the ice. He's a good power play quarterback. Uh, but, again, you hit him a couple of times, he's going to lose his cool, he's going to take bad penalties, and he's a cancer in the locker room. Okay. So now he's 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 I forget what team he signed with, but he's somebody else's problem now. I think the biggest question is again. I have to go back to and you guys could uh, from from knowing Frederick Anderson is their goaltending. Auntie Ranta looked great in the playoffs, but again, he's basically a career backup. He they're started both, in in Phoenix. They're both uh, dog with for the fleas. most part of his career. For the most part of his career, he's been a backup. Frederick Anderson was hurt 
for, for the entire playoffs. Frederick uh, Anderson is hurt game. every year. He's a dog with fleas. Well, Bacon's yeah. the goalie guy, so let's talk to Bacon about Anderson. He's the goalie coach. Yeah, he, I was just going to say that. He, he's hurt every year. He is uh, he is really not reliable when it comes to the playoffs, unfortunately. I, I think Carolina is going gonna, is gonna to kind of they're par for the course. They do what they do. They have a, uh, you know, a lull in their performance every now and then. But for the most part, they're an exciting team to watch. But you're absolutely right with the goalie situation. Will they have one really reliable or two healthy goalies come playoffs? Yeah. Right? That and remains like to said, be seen. And it's been that way even before Anderson was there. So I'm, I'm going to slot. I'm going to slot know, them. I'm going to slot them two. In the Metropolitan, though, I, I think they're still one of the top teams. No, they, they, they will yeah. definitely make the playoffs. But when it comes time to can, if Frederick Anderson is hurt, can Auntie Ronta carry them to a Stanley Cup? I don't think so. He didn't. He didn't do it last year. As much as I like Auntie Ronta, he's a solid goaltender. He's not going to bring you to the Stanley Cup. And they also right, picked up right. like Dylan Coglin and Andre Case, Case, sorry. And Case's a walking concussion. Great when he's playing. Did well in Toronto. Well, when he was playing, but he never played. Um, I'll give him two in the regular season. Playoffs will be a later, a later According discussion. To the hockey news: They are nine to one to win the the Stanley Cup. Uh, I really don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I see him sitting maybe three or four. Let's go. Uh, everyone's pre. Actually, there's there's kind of two teams in this division that you always wonder. They're like the angry old man club. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, they didn't bring in a lot. They 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 signed Malkin. They signed Latang. They signed Brian Rust. They signed Richard Rackle. Um, all to supplement Sidney Crosby. Um, other than that, they didn't really enhance their team in the offseason. I find these guys, depending on their goaltending, um, I don't know they're going to make the playoffs this year. I, I They might sneak in, but because no offense, Big B, but other than the Rangers and Carolina, I don't find the Metropolitan to be a big division, and I don't think you're going to get a wild card out of that division this year. And I'll explain that once we get to the uh, in the Atlantic. But um, so yeah, I don't disagree right. with you. I don't disagree you're with right you at one, all. One, two, or team. three in 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 the uh, in in the Metropolitan. There, there's no four four or five going to make it. Yeah, they they are, they are a very old team. They were good for quite a number of years. You know, keeping that Crosby, Malkin, uh, Latang, you know, tandem together, but they are an old team now, and the age, the age show in the Rangers series. Never mind the goaltending. I know they were with, with a third string goaltender, but they got beat up pretty good uh, by the Rangers in that in the first round. Uh, lose and losing uh, uh, Raquel in the in, was it game one? It may have been was huge. I mean, he's the he's the, the the one guy that they injected into that team that was supposed to really invigorate the team. Yeah, and it it really didn't. 
even when he was playing, it they bet on it him again, Big B. They 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 gave him a long term. Oh, oh, but they but you know, at that point you had to because you, again you signed an aging Malkin, Crosby's getting older, uh, Latang is getting older, Raquel's at least a little younger. Has got to try to get a little life into that team, but that I, that team is an old, old team. I don't think they make the playoffs either. They're a year older. Yeah, the, the, the age is catching them. Yeah. You're right. The age is, is slowly, it's slowly creeping on them. You know, Crosby's 35 now, which I mean, I guess that's old in the NHL sense. Can you get kids like Zegris and everything else in the league now? But I think uh, I think they'll perform okay. But I think you're right. I think they'll probably sit right in the same spot as Carolina, three or four. Maybe they squeak in, maybe not. You know, again, it, it depends on goalies, right? You got you got uh, DeSmith and uh, Tokarski and and Jerry. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I I think other than the Rangers and Carolina, I really think this Metropolitan Division is weak. I I, I don't see it's getting weaker. A, I don't see a wild card out of this division. It's not the fear, the 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 division that's got the fear that it used to be, right? Right. The, I, like, I, uh, you know the, the the Capitals, the Penguins, the the. I mean, the Rangers are they're 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 dangerous in their own right. I mean, they're they're a good fast team. You know, they play well. You saw that in the playoffs last year. But you know, the the Hurricanes, the Pittsburgh, uh, the Penguins, the Capitals, they're not near as scary as they used to be. No. And we'll get to the Rangers in a minute, but the Devils, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jake Gardner was the defenseman of Carolina I was referring to. Dougie Hamilton uh, is was the big signing in uh, New Jersey last year. Um, they were close to signing uh, um, Goudreau. I, I guess it went to the, uh, the 11th hour. They were also, I heard, uh, in on... Uh, uh, DeBerricat, who went to Ottawa, their big win was Andre Palat. They got a good young team, but they're young. They may be the team, in my opinion, that moves third over a Pittsburgh or a Washington. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm slotting the Hurricanes and the Rangers 1-2 in whatever way you want to throw them. Um, but I think the Devils, they got a great young team. They didn't do much, though. They didn't lose a lot. Andre Palat, great playoff player, but you got to get there first. I, I, th- I think they're poised to make the biggest jump. Uh, like you said, they're, they're a really good young team. And I think, I honestly think Johnny Gaudreau would have made them a playoff team. Yes. Um, you know, he went to Columbus. It is what it is. But they are a very good young team. They need to figure out their goaltending situation. Uh, and they they picked up uh, Vanacek. He may kind of settle down that goaltending situation because their goals the, the, the last year was McKenzie. It wasn't great. wasn't bad. wasn't great. You know, he, he, he's good for a young building team. Yeah. Hopefully Vanacek uh, uh, sells that down a little bit and they will contend. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. You know, maybe one or two years out, but they will they will put up a fight this year, I think. Yeah, they're going to be a better team. Yeah, they that can... was going to be my point was the, from the goalie, the goalie side of things was, you know, does is Blackwood going to be 
consistent enough and reliable enough to do it. But you're right. They brought in Vanacek. Vanacek may be able to kind of fill that void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and keep, we, them, we, keep them keep them on the, the plus side of the of the equation, right? When we get to uh, Washington, I'll give you the what's up with that. But uh, yeah, I just think they got they, they got what one of the Hughes brothers. They've got there's a few guys they picked up over the years. I don't know in front of me, but uh, I, I I I think Jersey's on the upswing. I think they're doing some good stuff, and. I'm sorry. I, I, I see a lot of holes in that Metropolitan Division other than your top two teams. And uh, I don't see the Blue Jackets. Uh, there's a few teams we haven't got to yet. But um, but here's an interesting team. It's uh, Big B's favorite. The New York Rangers. So they gave up on Vetrano. They gave up on Andrew Kopp. Um, they let Strom go, uh, Ryan Strom. They let Kevin Rooney go. Um, they let Alexander Gorgiev go. So they're 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 betting heavy on a on a repeat performance from uh, their goalie. And I like the pickup of Trocheck. Um, that was. Definitely a loss. Uh, I think he's from the Devils, right? Um, Carolina. Carolina, sorry. He's a hurricane. You're right. Um, I keep getting those two mixed up. Um, But here's a team with a wealth of youth. um, Losing, like, I still think they're a little weak on the back end, but obviously their goalie is going to carry them a long way if he's real, which I think he is. I I have no question. I I don't think he's probably the best goalie in the NHL or one of them. Um, I, I see the Rangers winning the division again. Whether they have the character uh, to, to carry themselves as far as they carried themselves last year is yet to be seen, and we have trade deadline to come along and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, what do you think about your team, Big B? I like, I'm, you know, I like what they're doing. Uh, the losses that they had, uh, they, were, they were never going to, they didn't have cap space. First of all, they were kind of in cap hell. Uh, um, because of the long-term deals to Panarin. They just signed Zabanajet a long-term. Kreider has a long-term deal. Fox has a long-term deal. So they're kind of in cap hell. So they signed Trocek. They didn't have money to sign Vetrano, who was great, uh, a great pickup. Cop, who really just wanted to go back to Detroit. He, he's from Michigan. Uh, and and I think one of the hardest ones to to give up is Tyler Mott. Huge on the PK, huge on the fourth line, great grinder, great back checker, uh, uh, a guy that's going to, that's high energy uh, and a good defensive player. They don't have enough money to sign him. There's been talks that maybe they trade Ryan Reeves uh, and try to sign Tyler Mott because Tyler Mott's still unsigned. Um, but otherwise, I think they did, they need, they had a huge hole. Ryan Strom was never going to be the second line center. As soon as the season ended, we knew Ryan Strom was gone. And Trocek fits right in with that. With him and Panarin, uh, it's going to be a nice, nice uh, combination. 
Uh, you were talking about Alex Lafreniere. He moves up to line one now with uh, Zabanajad and Kreider. He's going to move over to the right wing. He's a left wing. He's going to move over to the right wing and play with Zabanajad and Kreider. That's going to be a great line. He in the playoffs, like he didn't. He didn't score a lot in the regular season, and I know he was the number one overall pick, and he's not scoring 80 goals a season. But in the playoffs, he picked up his game big time. He was a physical presence. He was a force with the puck, and he scored. You put him on the line with Zabanajad and Kreider, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with on, on that top line. I think, yeah, and I you think and I- they're really good. And you and I talked about it with Zibanejad on that top line. Yeah. You don't need to be a goal scorer with him on that line. All you got to do is get the puck to the top of that circle where he's standing, and that puck's going in nine times out of ten. That's the, the, one of the biggest things that uh, the 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 coach made the coach did to that team was sit Kreider right in front of that net. How do you think he became a fifty goal scorer? Because he put Kreider yep. in front of that net every single time he was out on the ice, and Zibanejad would find him all the time. And then yep, he'll the take play- that shot and yeah, right. right in the right spot. He scored what 52 goals. He had 25 on the power play. So he's Zabanajed's finding him, Panarin's finding him, Fox is finding him. Uh, you just sit him in front of the net, and Lafreniere is going to get like, you know, 60 assists. I still don't find them cup worthy, but I pick them number one over Carolina. I also had him at number one sitting at the end of the regular season. Based on performance last year, based on everything they did this year, and you brought up an interesting point about them thinking, you know, maybe we get rid of Reeves to to uh, to, to, to resign Mott. I think Reeves is useless. <laughs> he, I'm probably the not. only and, one. And, and, I you think know, he's a fucking idiot. And I had idiot. this conversation too during the playoffs. Was there were times when he should have been on the ice and he should have been out there knocking heads, and he just got out there and didn't. Do what he was supposed to do. Yeah, he's a clown. He's he's a See, dog with fleas. See, and here here's where where yes, during the playoffs, uh, and me and you went back and forth. Uh, Reeves should be knocking people out because of what was going on. Absolutely. But as a team guy, and you know, reading all the you know, I'm a Ranger fan, so I follow Ranger everything. Reading all the interviews from uh, you know breakup day and all of that stuff. The consensus from the team was everybody plays taller when they know Ryan Reeves is in the lineup. What Ryan Reeves does, he doesn't go have to go out there and smash people. He has a reputation for that. All he has to do is show up. And we saw that from last year to this year, uh, from the season prior to, to last season, where people were taking liberties on Panarin, taking liberties on Zabanajad. Ryan Reeves joins the team. Doesn't have to, he, I think he got in like maybe three fights the entire season. But because he was in the lineup, those other players were left alone. That's and what he does. Person, that's uh, right. It's just his presence is sitting on the bench knowing that if right. he wants to, he's going to come over the boards and he's going to pound your face. In. Exactly. And you keep him on the fourth line. And that fourth line did really good. You know, uh, they, they did their job. Yes, he's slow. He showed his slowness in the playoffs. But his presence in the lineup... Fills everybody with confidence. Okay, now listen. I know you could go on the Rangers all night. We could go on the Leafs all night, but we got to be fair about this. <laughs> the last thing about the Rangers is uh, Jacob Truba as your captain. Quickly, not a ten-minute speech. 
Uh, either Zibanejad or Kreider, I would think Kreider should have been captain. But everybody says in the locker room, he's the locker room guy. Truman. I always thought he was poison in Winnipeg, but uh, Buffalo and, you know, I. but anyway, maybe I'm wrong. They know more than I do. Jacob Truba. Well, we'll, the, see. we'll see. Right? Now, remember, uh, this is the first captain you've had in, what, four years, I believe. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You have 97 assistants. Why? All right. So <laughs> captain. I can tell. Well, we used to have that problem in Toronto as well. I can tell we're going to have a time management problem on this show, ladies and gentlemen. But we're trying. Uh, Washington Capitals. Um, they got rid of uh, Vanajek and Samsonov, and they 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 bet on one eyed Joe out in Colorado, Darcy Kemper. Um, aside from all that stuff, they added what Dylan Strom, another old team. Wilson is hurt. Uh, Backstrom is hurt. I don't see this team making the playoffs again. I don't care if Kemper's their goalie. I don't even believe Kemper's healthy. Um, it's a, the, the team in front of him. He's a good goalie, uh, Bacon, but uh, he's no, not gonna bring. He's not gonna swing the the Capitals back in. Nope, I don't like him. I uh, I think he's unreliable. <laughs> I think uh, again, like I said before, these teams aren't the teams of. Six years ago, seven years ago, they were, they were scary. Like, uh, I think people look at Washington now and go, all right, well, just stand at the top of the dot and don't give the puck to Ovechkin, and we, we're, we got everything taken care of. It's no big deal. Like, it's uh, it doesn't matter. I, I don't see them making the playoffs this year. <laughs> Maybe a stroke of luck, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I, 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 I think they'll make I, the playoffs with, with uh, Ovechkin and TJ Oshie. Uh, with Kemper, I think they'll make the play. I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs, but I think they'll make the playoffs. Well, I, I, I've said this before, guys. I think that third spot, in the, we're not a congested division that we're about to talk about. This is a wide-open division other than the, 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 the best two teams. Yeah, possibly. I, I don't know. Like, uh, I still don't I, I still don't see it. I, I think I see, I see Carolina ahead of them. Uh, oh, I, I see Carolina and the know, Rangers as, as your cream of the crop. As one and, in, one in the and two, right? So, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, you get the Devils. Maybe. I don't Maybe know. Maybe Pittsburgh. I, I don't like it. Let's yeah. talk. Let's very quickly glaze over the next two because we, 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 we got to move along. We're going to miss segments tonight here, guys. Um, let's talk about the team I think is the biggest piece of shit team in the entire NHL, and that is the New York Islanders. Uh, I think Lou is the Joe Biden of of the NHL. Uh, he fired Barry Trotz, who I admire uh, immensely. He hires a really cool name, Lane Lambert, to be their head coach. Mm -hmm. He does absolutely nothing. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. The reason we didn't I, I, make the playoffs is because we had 13 straight road games and our building was not ready. Your team is shit. And I I look at uh, 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 Lou Lamarillo as when Glenn Sather became the GM of the Rangers. A great history behind him, uh, but really 
horrible moves in the current situation they're in. Blue yeah. Emeralds you, doing you, nothing. You gave up. Team. You gave up Eberly in the expansion draft. You fucking idiot. You're gonna lose Barzell next year when it comes time to sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other one? Anders Lee. I mean, they've got some good young players on that back end. They've got some exciting players there. Josh Bailey's not your guy anymore, and John Tavares is gone. You've got no centerpiece to that franchise. You've got no solid goaltending other than a 36-year-old, what's his name? Varlamov. Varlamov or whatever. Yeah, you got Varlamov and Sorokin sitting yeah, in the net. You're so, not... You, and fa- uh, I don't even know. Third you're going to be in your arena all year, and I'm going to... I'm going to give you my my Jay Vegas pick of the week. If there's one team that's not going to make the playoffs, but still play good enough not to be in the lottery for 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 uh, number one pick, is the Islanders. You know, I I agree 100. percent Freaking hate that team. It made no sense why you fired Barry Trotz. Guy's an awesome coach. It's not his fault you didn't do anything. Lula Morello is what, 88? He's older than Scotty Bowman. Like I said, like Glenn Sather, he's living off the past. He's living off his devil's uh, pedigree, just like Sather lived off his Edmonton Oilers pedigree. In their current situations, they do nothing. The whole summer. Like see behind him. And, and let, listen, I don't think Nazem Kadri is a game breaker, but the whole summer. All we heard was he had Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri was going to be his big signing. Yep. Decent guy. Overpaid at 32, in my opinion. But anyway, um, you're you're playing for the now in, in Calgary, and I get it. But nothing. The guy did zero. He's now signed three of his RFAs, all fine young stallions. Who's leading this charge of this thing? You don't have Barry Trotz anymore. You got Lane Lambert. It, do, it doesn't make any sense. Philadelphia Flyers. Who are the Flyers? Another another dog with fleas have brought in. We all love him or hate him in one way or another. John Tortorella as as the head coach. I like Torts, man. I think he's, I, I like him. I I like him too. He, he he's he's a decent coach. He's kind of like a. Suitor. I like the fact he's a no nonsense guy. Yeah, he, he comes out and he tells you exactly how it is, and if you don't like it, eh, he doesn't care. <laughs> but there's a reason why he doesn't stick around for really really long periods of time. Right. There's only so much a team will put up with that, and he works the team to death to the point where they just can't get off the mat. That's true. He did and, that to the Rangers. The Rangers were yep. dead in the water because of him. And, and he's very mentally abusive, if you want to go that far, which he can't be in today's world. But they're another team. They got a lot of young talent. Um, but I just, they might be in the Bedard sweepstakes. I, uh, I don't know if they'll finish as low as Chicago, Montreal, and Arizona, but they might finish in the bottom five and get a lottery pick. Who knows? Hockey News has them at 75 to 1 for the cup odds. Yeah. It's a I big don't. shot. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I don't see it. I, and again, from the goalie side of things, Carter Hart, Ivan Fedotov. Eh. 
There's nothing there. I mean, Hart, Hart was supposed to be something, though. Yeah, I mean, Hart, you know, he, he was touted pretty good, and then he just kind of, I don't know, he kind of crapped out a little bit. I, I don't hate him, but uh, I don't think it's... Again, we had this discussion before. There's not much in the league right now as far as goalies go that are backing a lot of these teams, right? You got one or two or three maybe top-tier goalies, and everybody else is just kind of middle-of-the-road, wishy-washy. And, 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 and it's, it's a matter of who gets hot. That's right. Yeah. Nobody really wants to bet on a goalie. I mean, you got your guy, Big B, and, and you got Vasilevsky in Tampa. And, and I mean, there's those odd few. People won't even bet on Gibson in, 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 in Anaheim anymore. The guy was, guy was a rock. And look how quick played this year. He fell off the map in L.A., and then he comes back like he's his Stanley Cup self. But what's going to happen with that dude? He's old. What's going to happen with that dude in Dallas? That's the the next one I'm watching. Jake Ottinger. Uh, Yeah, I can't wait. He might just carry a team on his back. He was Um, on fire last year. But let's see if he does it again. Uh, Anyway, guys, we got to move. See, we got to learn to move the clock. We're already... I, we're we're going to miss segments here, but we got to get to the Atlantic Division, and maybe we'll have to carry this, some of this stuff uh, into another show. The Atlantic Division. I am salivating over this. Well, I'm kind of dry. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of dry heaving as a Leaf fan. Um, this this division could be a show on its own. Oh this could be a two week segment with this this division. This, this this division right now, you know, we're trying to pick other than the Rangers and the Hurricanes who's going to slide into that third spot. You're going to get some blood and guts out of this division uh, this year. Let's go first of all to, to to the amazing wizard of what he is, the team I despise more. Well. There's another team in the division I despise worse. But the Detroit Red Wings, the Wizard himself, Steve Eiserman, decides the rebuild is over. Okay? So first he goes to St. Louis and he gets Huso to go with uh, Neto Gentlevenovic that they already got from Carolina. Nedelkovic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't look good last year? I mean, they 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 were like thirty second in goals goals against. They they had more more games that they lost by three goals than anybody. But I mean, I, I, right? The paper, Red Wings last year were the Boston Red Sox of this year, man. Everybody's scoring right, like multiple, so. But, but looking on, on paper, like just... that's a pretty good tandem. Oh then yeah. They, then they sign Ben Schrott on the back end. They bring in Andrew Kopp, who Big B doesn't have a lot of good things to say about, and Mr. St. Louis himself, David Perron. <laughs> and really all they give up was Danny DeKaiser, who looked great in Colorado, and uh, Gagne, he was an old man, and Stahl, who's an old man. Then they bring in Kubalak, Oli Mata, who's a pretty decent 5'6 defenseman, and Robert Haig. And they've got some really good young players there in Detroit. I'm not seeing playoffs yet, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going to watch some hockey games over there this year. Listen, I've got these guys. I've got Detroit and Montreal in the same boat this year where they're going to come out with a fury based on how terrible they did last year. 
See, I, have I don't have Montreal anywhere the near there. I don't have Montreal all anywhere. All the moves they made, they're going to come out with a fury. Now, whether they can keep it up is the question. They're going to come out. They're going to impress, I think, right off the bat. Right? And 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 I can, I can guarantee you and I will be sitting at a couple of those games. And I think it's going to be really exciting hockey to watch. The problem I see happening is if they get in the slump, they get into next, last year, it's going right back to where it ended up this year. Right? Bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I, That's I my fear. But I think they're going to come out with a fury. I don't see them bottom of the barrel. But I see a surge. Montreal... We'll get to them. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. They are shit. <laughs> they I are. Know, I think they're going to come out shit. and surprise again. They are going for the Bedard sweepstakes. Carey uh, Price <laughs> is going on L- LTIR, and, and they're shit. But anyway, we'll get to Montreal in a minute. But I think Detroit did a lot of good. I'm not calling Stanley Cup. I'm not calling the old days. But this team's. Them in Ottawa are making a move. Big B. Uh, I want to I want to read a text message that I'm getting from one of our listeners. Uh, he loves this kid, uh, Moritz Sider in uh, Motown. Detroit's oh, yeah, another Mo. fun team, he says. Uh, so defense uh, you got rookie of the year, Sider, rookie of the year. Um, but you know. You speak. You spoke of Andrew. I like Andrew Cop. Andrew Cop did did good things on the Rangers, and I wish they would have resigned him. He's not a difference maker, though. He's going to go to Detroit, make them a little bit harder to play against, but they're not going to make the playoffs. They're they may be a little tougher to play against. Uh, they're not going to finish them last, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't see it quite there yet, but I'm calling a surge. Like these guys are going to give you a game this year. I don't know. Yeah. I got I got Ottawa and Detroit fighting for that eighth spot in the playoffs this year. Uh, in the and that's I'll our take next. Ottawa all day long in that, in that matchup. I disagree. Um, anyway, that's our next team, Ottawa. Of course, Big B is a big Cam Talbot fan. They shipped out uh, Murray, who we'll get to in a little bit. Um they brought in Alex DeBinocrat and Claude Giroux. They also have a very talented group of players. Eh, you may like Shabbat or you don't like Shabbat, but um, their defense is terrible when uh, Zaitsev is in your top two. Uh, they're going to surge. They're getting better. I pegged Detroit one ahead of them. Bacon? Yep, I agree with that. I, like I said, I got them fighting for that last that last spot in the in the East coming in. I got some relatives that live up in Ottawa that are Ottawa fans, and every time Toronto loses, I get a text message saying, ah, ha, ha, Toronto lost. Uh, you know, I see, I see them fighting it out. I don't think they've got quite what it takes yet. Maybe one more year, maybe... I don't know. I think they're going to need a lot of a lot of luck to to beat some of these other teams into a spot for sure. Right. Yeah. I I think uh, people. This is the hardest out. division easily. E- easily. Oh, I think this is even huge. harder than the West. Well, the entire West. But yeah. Together. I don't know. That's tough too. But um. But 
They're going to put a guy, any team that's smart is going to put a guy on, 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 on uh, uh, Deborah Jack or whatever his name is out of Chicago. Yeah. And, and Drew is fucking overrated. He was shit in Florida. And um, he's an old man. He's okay, but he's an old man. Uh, they lost Connor Brown. Um, call me sensitive that he was an ex-Leaf. I hated losing that guy. He was the heart and soul of that team. And they also lost Colin White, who I also liked quite a bit. They're going to be good. They're going to be fun. I'm not a fan of Camp Talbot. I remember him in Edmonton. Um, I don't think he's as good as people think he is. I think Minnesota made the right call. Uh, yeah, they're going to be better, but I give Detroit the edge. Let me let me read uh, another text uh, from a listener. My is my my, my friend uh, Phil. Uh, he says Ottawa is very close to being a very good team uh, after that awful Chicago trade on draft day, which is to bring cat. Uh, they're going to be a fun team, he says. Uh, and I, I again, if you talk, if you say Ottawa and Detroit for the last playoff spot, I will take Ottawa all day long in that. I like Cam Talbot. Uh, I I'm maybe biased because he was the next Ranger. I like Cam Talbot. Uh, Debrinicat is the difference maker uh, in that uh, between uh, Detroit and and uh, Ottawa. I think Ottawa makes the playoffs. Now, Do they go can, anywhere? Can, no, can I, I, can I ask our goalie guy a question, though? Is Talbot the starter? They got a good goalie there. Uh, Toronto wanted this guy. Yeah. Um, is Talbot the starter? I don't... He's, I don't know. He he falls into that that group with me where where he's, I don't know. He's hot or cold. He to me he's just been mediocre. He's never really been super super awesome. Like oh my god, we got to have him. But he's never been like oh we got to get rid of this guy because he's horrible, right? Like I I I think if I'm Ottawa, I think I start him. I think I let him let him run the beginning of the season. I give him, let's say, six, seven games, maybe ten games. You know, you take two or three to get warmed up outside of the preseason. Give him ten games, see how he does. If he if he performs over sixty percent, then he gets the job. That's that's my thought. But what's his name? Who's who's the other guy they just signed? Um, oh, frick, I can't think of. They got that. Uh, they got uh, Talbot, and they've got um, Anton, oh, Forsberg. An An Anton, Forsberg. Forsberg. Anton Forsberg. I think Forsberg is their guy. He stood on his head on a mediocre, terrible team. The Leafs wanted him. Yeah. And he's frozen. He's frozen. What a cute picture. Yeah. <laughs> we're not naming us we're just gonna give you know this guy and this guy and and let it run i don't know yeah i don't know uh tight run ottawa detroit next 
I'm really curious of Bacon. I'm going to throw this over to you because I got these guys in the running for the uh, the number one pick in the draft overall, Montreal. Uh, how are these guys going to improve? <laughs> they are shit. They are garbage. They lost Petrie. They lost Ben Sherratt. They they they've their, their goalie is on long term injured reserve. Cole Caulfield and 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 what's his name Gallagher, and they're all shit. <laughs> Look, I except think, for Jake. I think with uh, the Jake, change. what's his name? I think with the regime, the regime change, the coaching change, the the kind of a little bit of shakeup. I think, I think we're going to see the young guys get back in the lineup. You know, the Caulfields, the Suzukis. You know, you notice last year they started the season, and then things went to shit, and all of a sudden those guys disappeared, and a lot of the older guys are playing. The younger kids are getting sent to the AHL. I think those kids are going to come back, and I think they're going to come back with something to prove. I disagree. I, I, call Montre- like I, call Montreal, I call Montreal and Buffalo in a dead heat for last. <laughs> Buffalo, yes. Buffalo, yes. I'll give you that. But I don't know. I, I see him coming out with like a bat out of hell. That's what I see. Will with, Martin you know, St. Louis Jake Evans challenge for coach of the year? Uh, Wait a minute. I'm not saying some of these players aren't good and they don't have a bright future in nine or ten years. Ooh. How the fuck are these guys going to compete with the Detroit Red Wings and the Ottawa Senators, let alone the teams we haven't got to yet? You got a point. You got a point. I uh, I don't know. I, I think those young kids are coming out with something to prove. I really do. So where are you be, picking? Uh, where are you picking the Montreal Canadiens? Because we're writing this in the book. Oh wait, hold on. I I've say got, dead last. So I've I've got a list. Of, I didn't do the I didn't do the division itself. I did the Eastern Conference. And I was looking at the teams that were on the list, and mm-hmm. I did the Eastern Conference myself. And I had I had New York at one. I had Carolina and Toronto fighting over two. But where's Maybe Montreal? Carolina. Uh, I've got Montreal sitting four and five. It'd be four and five. In the Eastern Conference. So, in, in the Eastern Conference, in the, ti- in the entire conference, you have them at fourth in the, or fifth. In the entire conference, you yes, need got, to have a shot. I don't even have. Wow. I don't even have Florida in the in the running. Well, we're going to get to them in a minute. I'm probably on board right. with you, but but Pittsburgh. but Montreal four or five is is, is uh, have another shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm thinking if not last, next to last. Uh, you know they they are not a good team. They're not even and, and, and carry they, they they bet everything on Carrie Price, who's never going to play again. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, they're not Detroit. They're not Ottawa. And Detroit and Ottawa aren't Toronto, Tampa, Boston, or Florida. So, I mean, the thing you got to remember though is is Price didn't play last year either. He was hurt, and they so were it, they were last, and they were shit. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> You're saying it like they were contending for the cup last year. Are you no, telling they me they were last? Are you telling no, me? No, I, I do think it's. Are I you do telling think me Suzuki's going to win the Rocket Richard? Is that what you're calling right now on the show? <laughs> I am Little not calling piece that. Of no. Shit, no. he should be doing. He should be in Cobra Kai, not playing hockey. <laughs> I do. I do find it amusing that. Montreal was on top of the world coming out of that COVID season. Well, that was and they bullshit. got to a regular season, and they were. 
I mean, they were more than six feet in the ground. They got one good player, and that's Jake Evans. That's it. I, I think that was more of a leadership thing, and and so I, I think there's going to be. I, I'm still I'm still hopeful. I'm still. Hopeful. I, I, I I'm not a Montreal fan by any means. I think you've been on I vacation think, think and I'm you've hopeful. been drinking too much, and I, you need to revisit your list. I wrote my list stone sober. <sighs> so just just real Montreal. quick, thirty first. Last year they were thirty first in power play and twenty seventh in penalty killing. That means they're a last place team. They didn't do anything to improve that. They're a bad team. They're terrible. They're they're. It's not Guy Lafleur, Steve Shutt, and 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 the rest of the boys. And Ken Patrick Wah isn't in net. <laughs> yeah. Here's that would be cool if he was, but yeah. Here's an intro. We'll, we'll, we'll do a whole show on the Montreal Canadiens just for you. We are fucking running out of time, and once we get through this list, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to miss some really good segments. We got to play Mike Jolich's sports minute to close the show. Tampa Bay really didn't do a lot. They let go of uh, Andre Palat and Ryan McDonough and uh, what's his name? Rudy. Three really decent hockey players. Um, I appreciate McDonough's getting old. All they did was hand out major extensions to Sergachev, Sorelli, and Cernak. They added Ian Cole on the back. I don't give a shit. These guys are still going to finish number two. Yep, I don't think they have to do much. That team is solid, man. That team's been solid for years. I, I, I mean, I, Vasilevsky automatically makes them a playoff team. And, and Stamp goes. And, and I mean, they've, they rebound better than any team I've ever right. seen. You write them off. Uh, and, and maybe Eisenman will do this in Detroit now. Uh, they built their system up like the old Montreal Canadiens way back in the day when their farm team could have beat anyone in the NHL, and the Oilers did the same thing with the, the, the Gretzky regime. Uh, I got Tampa number two, maybe slide to three at the worst because they, they, they want to be ready for the playoffs, but Tampa is right there. Yep. No disagreement. Here's the team I think is going to fall. Much to probably everyone's chagrin. The Florida Panthers. Number one team, or number two, I guess. Did they beat Carolina? I can't remember. One of them were first overall. Florida was first overall. They, they beat uh, Colorado. So their addition was Matthew Tuchuk, the 100-point. They lost Huberto. They lost Mackenzie Weezer. They lost Claude Giroux. Uh, Aaron Blackblad, Ekblad is not a healthy guy. I'll refer to my goalie guy again. But whenever Bobrovsky has a, uh, a decent season, he usually falls flat on his face. I'm curious if Florida is even a borderline playoff team this year. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that uh, I, I think they spent a lot of money. They did a lot of finagling. They got Kachuk. I think they got rid of Huberto, and I think it's going to backfire. I really do. I think they're. I agree 100 percent with you. 
I, I think Kachuk's going to have a decent season, but I don't think anybody else is going to contribute. And in the goalie situation, you, know, you got Bobrovsky and Knight. And they lost Marchman, right? They lost Marchman, went yep. to Dallas, and he was a good uh, yep. one of your middle-of-the-road people, Big B would call them. Mm-hmm. Like, Bobrovsky in his own right is is a fantastic goalie, but he does. I don't think they've got what they need in front of them to make it worthwhile. And I don't so I think, think that, that, be, that, that... It'll be a other, tough road to hoe for those guys. And I don't think their backup goalie's ready yet. Um, I know they Knight... I think is his yeah name. Spencer Knight. Yep. Yeah, they. I don't think he's ready to to hit the limelight. I got a bad feeling about these guys, and I'm seeing Vegas Golden Knights of last year all over this team. Especially yeah, minus minus the minus the injuries. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think Ekblad is healthy. Um, they lost Weezer. They lost Huberto. They lost Giroux. Um, they've they've got a Marchment. Uh, they've they've got a good team. Um, they 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 fired the the nominee for coach of the year, um, which doesn't make sense. And who's their coach now? Paul Maurice. There's a guy you want carrying the Stanley Cup flag for you. He's a quitter. It, it didn't make sense that they fired the guy who took over in the middle of the season and brought them to the brink of the Stanley Cup. And they, then hired Paul Maurice. Yeah, to, to hire Paul Maurice. Who, who walked who away do, from the Winnipeg Jets. Right, did nothing in Winnipeg, yeah. Um, and their defense, like, they, they signed Del Zotto and Mark Stahl, aging defensemen. Old men. Yeah, it's you know, putting they, they are aging in front of uh, Bobrovsky. Uh, I think, I think they're a playoff team. I think they will they will not be the president's uh, trophy winner. Uh, they'll fall, but I think they'll they'll still make the playoffs. I think there's your battle with teams we have not mentioned yet, but Ottawa and Detroit surging, they crash and burn. I'm calling it. I'm calling crash and burn. One hit wonders. Can't argue. Yep. Uh, here we go. Guess who's next? Toronto. Oh, we got Maple three Leafs. on the list. Toronto Maple Leafs. I I have I'm just going to start saying I love them. I've loved them since the day I was born. I'll love them <laughs> to the day I die. I don't care if they're good, bad, or otherwise. Sometimes I get a little little pissed off with some of the stuff they do and some of the moves, but. Hey, I they, still, regardless of win, lose, or draw, I still love them. And, and I do too. But I'm going to be so bold as to profess they will win the division. Uh, they will outscore anyone. Matthews is a year older. Uh, the queer is a year older. Um, Tavares is actually in shape this season and has had a chance to reform himself. Nylander is the guy I'd probably move, but we're not done yet. I, we're not done yet. Nylander we need to ago. clear. We need to clear a million five for Sandine, or ship him out to to Vancouver, and maybe pick up a, a Connor Garland or something uh, as that second line winger. 
I like the depth moves they made. I'm not worried about the people they lost. And let me tell you about the goaltending, ladies and gentlemen. Am I confident in it? Not at all. But if you think Jack Campbell and Peter Mrazek at 29th in the league had anything to do with the success of this team, you're terribly wrong. I'm not too keen on Matt Murray, but I'll give him a role as a backup. But you know who I like is this Samsonov. Listen, Murray five years ago, yeah, all day long. When, when, when he was the goalie for Pittsburgh, when they were in their heyday, oh, all day long. Now, eh, he can't stay healthy enough. He can't stay not injured and healthy through a full season. So it I, looks like a crackhead. Look, he looks like he's 90 I love years Campbell. old. I loved Campbell when he played here for the Spitz. I love I Campbell loved, as a person. I love he him as a goalie. Shit. I love him as a person. He was I absolute he shit from January to March. He was yes, okay in the playoffs. The definition of hot and cold. Yeah. He literally goes on the run where he has 10 good games and then he shits the bed for three and a half weeks. Yeah. So so let me ask you. So you're the He's goalie. He's in his guy. head too much. You're the goalie guy. Matt Murray took advantage of a Penguins team that was in their prime when you're talking about Sidney mm-hmm. Crosby and Ev- Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang. He in stole the show from Flurry as well. No, right. No, no, for sure. Flurry and then Matt Murray, but they all they both benefited. Now Flurry's a better, much better goaltender than Matt Murray, but they both Absolutely. benefited from the team that was in front of them. They don't have that team in Toronto, sorry to say. So he's not gonna I don't think he's gonna be a starter. I like Sam Sonoff, but is that enough? And it's a stigma with the blue with the with the Maple Leafs. Is that enough to get past the first round of the playoffs? So we're not talking playoffs, right? We we, we said we weren't going to bet on playoffs right, but they're, yet. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. We, we all agree. They're going to win the division. The yeah, ultimately it's going to end up that way, right? But you're uh, They're right. going to win the division. Right. They're going to score freaking goals, Big B. And let me tell you no, something. For sure. Their, their, defense, their defense is not as bad as all of us make it appear. Giordano makes them better. Uh, um, uh, Morgan Briley. Um, um, the ones that got to go are Hall and Muzzin. <laughs> Justin Hall, man. But he but is, again, just, is that ugh. enough? We Like we said, we all know Toronto's going to make the playoffs and they'll probably win the division. Can they get past the first round of the freaking playoffs? They haven't done it in 20 years. It's not the time and the place for it. We haven't crossed trade deadline. We haven't, uh, we haven't. What we, they have they're, now. They're, they're not they done yet. Now, is that they're, enough to make the past? No, the first they're, they're 1.5 over the cap right now. And they still need to sign Sandine or trade him. Kerfoot's got to go. Hall's got to go. Muzzin has to go. We don't want Patrick Kane. Shut your fucking ears to that bullshit. It is it time to trade Nylander? He's on an expiring yes. deal. Um, yes, it is. You I, know, it I love time for the not guy. to sign him for six million or eleven million. I, I like, personally, I love the guy, but you're not going to go through that parade again. No, they over. I that, like that. Kyle Dubas. I. He has done an amazing job of, of, of picking the low-hanging fruit. And and I have no... They're going to win the division. 
Look, I think I think Shanahan and Dubas, I'm sorry, Shanahan and Iserman, they think very much alike. And I like the fact that Dubas has Shanahan behind him, you know, pulling some strings and giving some input and doing this and that. Going back to the goalie situation, do I think they have someone reliable for 75% of the season? Mm, I think it's still, it's it's a toss-up still, right? We, we saw last year Shalgren, he's not ready to be number one. He's not ready to be a backup, to be honest with you. He'd come out and have one good game and then just absolutely get devastated. Murray, if he can stay healthy, if he can stay on his game, I think he can win that spot, and I think he can he can stand in there enough providing the defense and the, the, the offense score enough goals to make it worthwhile for him, right? Um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting, an interesting I th- thing. I, I, think you're all, I think you're all a miss of Samsonov. I think I the kids saying, You think got, he beats out Samsonov? I think Samsonov's your guy. I do too. I don't know. I don't know. I think it remains to be seen because, I mean, they put a lot of stock in Shulgren, and he went down the tubes too. So, but Samsonov is a proven goaltender, and he's, he's a, a pre- right. I was just going to say former, he's got a proven track record. He's a former number fifteen pick, and he's done some good things in Washington. And you know better than anyone how goalies are a rocky road. Oh yeah, I think yeah. This and they're guy's a weird breed a, too. They have he's on a one year contract, and then. <laughs> God, can we afford to sign him next year? Uh, I think that's what scares me. I think Samsonov is our guy. And don't you freaking negate that we got that guy from the University of Minnesota who has more shutouts than he has losses sitting in the AHL right now. Yeah, Dryden McKay, man. I can't wait to see that kid play from Minnesota State. Oh. And he freezes again, just like Choo Choo (laughs) Stew. I, we always have to have one. And he always right? makes the best face when he Isn't freezes. Anyway, uh, uh, we lost him. We're, 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 we're going to run out of uh, time to get to all the segments. And this is this is why we did this, ladies and gentlemen, because we got to figure out how we're going to fit all this shit into an hour. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Another we team. even need to talk about them. They finished fifth. In the division last year, though, they weren't that bad. But here's here's their key additions, Big B. Elon mm-hmm. Labushkin from the Leafs, who I actually wish the Leafs would have signed yeah. because he was he was pretty physical. Mm-hmm. And Eric Comrie. Well, you want to talk about a goalie? Yeah. <laughs> I can't find bacon in our feed here. He's apparently. There he is. He's back, but his laptop's a piece of shit. There, there he is. Your okay. internet is a piece of shit. Never mind your laptop. Yeah, you you need something there, Bacon. But yeah, so Buffalo did nothing. Uh, well, the Red Wings and the Senators, we talked about them, and uh, and Bacon's pick for a wild card playoff spot. The Montreal Canadiens, um, Eli Labushkin and Eric Comrie. To back up that freaking Anderson, who's got to be seventy, mm-hmm. in the Buffalo net. 
they've got a lot of young talent. I, I mean, I enjoyed watching them last year. Uh, but again, I just see, I don't see a core. I, I don't see a leader. They gave away Eichel. Um, not that it's I'm a big Eichel. Match, not that I'm a big Eichel fan. But I, I, I see Buffalo, though, was fifth in the division. They weren't the worst team. But Ottawa and Detroit will catapult them. Oh, I, I, we, we forgot one other team. You got anything on Buffalo? Either of you? Uh, they get they got the young goaltender uh, Lukin in uh, coming up, so uh, I wouldn't stress too much about uh, Comrie and Anderson. As soon as that uh, young goaltender is ready, I think they'll call him up. So he's ready. Here's I I I forgot one team, which could be very key because mm-hmm. they're always there. The Boston Bruins. So Marshan and McAvoy. And Gretzelik are out till American Thanksgiving. Yep. But they did bring back Patrice Bergeron and and, and, and David Kretschke. Mm-hmm. They brought them back for one-year deals. They fired Cassidy. I'm not a Boston fan by any means. He's over to Vegas now. I like that coach. Um, Jim Montgomery's got some some big shoes to fill there. And yeah, I had no I had no arguments with Cassidy. I thought he was a good coach. I think he's a great coach. I think he was the heart and soul of that team. Um, I'm curious to find out what the beef was between him and uh, what was it Pasternak? Well, now here's the deal. I was just going to throw that in there. Pasternak this week just stated he has no interest in negotiating an extension. With the Boston Bruins. So you got Bergeron back. You got Kretschke back. Again, in yesteryears, they're amazing players. The, 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 but as much as the team upsets me, you can't negate how good this team has been. Your number one defenseman, McAvoy, is hurt. Uh, as much as we hate uh, Brad Marchand, he's hurt. Uh, what's his name? Who's the third guy I said there? Um, I don't think Marshan is hurt. I think he wants to go hunting for turkey season. Before maybe, <laughs> but I mean, they're weak. I, I, they, they've, they've got to survive. It's true. Yep. Halfway through the season. Do you and I make, think they will. They. I well, mean, what about but they are what they are. I mean, you don't have what's his name anymore. Um. The guy they got from Toronto, their their goalie, who just retired. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever his name is. I uh, forgot. Rask? No, uh, yeah, yeah Tuka Rask. Yeah, Tuka Rask. They don't Tuka have Tuka, Rask, Tuka anymore. Right? They're 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 but, going and, on they're going on a they're going on a tandem of uh, uh, Usdrum and whatever the other guy's name is. It's it's Swayman and Olmark and Olmark. I like Olmark. Olmark's Olmark a good goalie, but he's old. He's a good goalie. He's another old goalie. But he, but he can. I think he can stand up. Uh, uh, what's what's his name? Swayman is a good goaltender. I like Olmark more than Swayman. But again, the Boston Bruins are what they are. They're going to be a playoff team, and they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. You're calling playoffs That's just who they are. You're yeah, they're, they're a rough, they're a rough and tumble playoff team that doesn't finish it. Right. So, 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 so you guys are calling playoffs for the Bruins. Yes. yes. I'm thinking yeah, this I, I, might 
this might be the year. Especially got Boston with, sitting at number five or six in the. Especially if Pasternak does not want. You have Montreal at five or six. How do you have Boston oh, I got in there? Montreal four or five. Four or five. Montreal four or five. So. You got Montreal ahead of Boston. I think it's yeah. I think it's going to be an even an even Steven there. But it, but again, if Pasternak doesn't want to sign, he's going to play I, I his ass is, off to get I a big this, contract. This is the year we lose Boston. My my thought. I, I they've always been a dangerous, deadly team. They are not a threat. I think the Pan, I think the Panthers and the Bruins with the Red Wings and the Senators are gonna be dogfighting for those last couple of spots. The Leafs goaltender or not and the Lightning are shoe ins. My opinion. Yeah, I, I like that. What the like Leafs that. do in the playoffs, I'm not prepared to call that yet. But I'm well, telling we you, we could have a whole discussion in a whole show on just the Leafs and the playoffs. Yeah, because it's all that is true. It's all here. Yeah, it, it, not talent based. It's all up here. It's just. But I, the I think players. these guys are getting older. I think they're maturing. I think we're heading in the right direction. It's a crapshoot at the goaltending position. I get all that shit. But regular season, they're one. And it's going to be in no particular order, Toronto, New York, Carolina. Montreal. No, Montreal. (laughs) It's so full of fucking shit. I want to smoke what you're smoking, Montreal. I see absolutely zero talent in that team. Montreal will once again be in the lottery for the number one pick. Yeah. Maybe when they get Bedard, we can. I'm going to put some stock in Marty St. Louis. Yeah, maybe. He's a great coach. I know. Listen, I never said anything bad about that dude. But uh, Cole Caulfield and Brendan Gallagher and Wonton Suzuki are not going to win you a Stanley Cup. Especially with Carey Price hobbling around, not being able to be in right, and Jake He'll Allen be in the front may or may not be your starting goalie. He'll be in the front office. Oh, Jake Allen as the starting goalie. No. I mean, I, I, I yeah. honest to God, my no. my shocker of the night of everyone's predictions and everything that we've said throughout the entire show is Montreal four or five. No way. You've lost. I've lost. I've lost all faith in you. You're picking them ahead of Detroit. You're picking them ahead of Boston. You're picking them ahead of Pittsburgh. You're picking them ahead of of, of New Jersey. Oh, Ottawa. Fight for eighth with Detroit. I don't think we're in that kind of a season this year. As much as I hate both teams, I think there's... Ottawa's much better than Montreal. Sorry, they are. Yeah, much. I, I I don't know where you got that from. I'm sorry, that cup run was a fluke. And well, it was a, yeah, it was a Canadian Cup run, right? I mean, and, I, and, and I'm calling it right now. Florida was a fluke. They're shit. I don't. I don't even. They'll make the playoffs, but there's no chance they're going for the President's Trophy again this year. No, they took so, a no. backward mm-hmm. step. Calgary has beaten them hands down. For the president's trophy? Well, no, I'm just saying, who I... won? Who got better this year in the long run? You lost Goudreau. 
I mean, we're not doing the Western Conference, but you lost Goudreau, you lost little pussy to Chuck, who got 100 points because it was on the line with Lundgren and Goudreau. It ain't going to happen again in Florida. He's a 70-point guy at best. There are a bunch of wobbling hobblers there in Florida. Their goalie situation is shit. Calgary got Kadri. Calgary got um, the two from Florida. They've got a solid goalie. They've got a good defense. And he's gone again. And um, Calgary. I, I agree. Calgary went went from, like, losing everybody. Calgary's with, better with, than Edmonton. Losing good, good, good draw and good chuck. Yeah. To really coming out on top of, yeah. of the entire offseason. Uh, I agree. They they what they True did. Levin did an, did, did an amazing job. Anyway, yeah. we've carried this show too far. We have to play uh, to close the show. Uh, we at least have to do it for a friend. Oh, look who's back again. Um, there? Oh, here he comes. Um, I'm trying to find his. We're gonna smash this thing live on on the podcast next, next first show. This laptop's getting a hammer through the screen. I, I really hope you do good. But let, let, let's close this with a quick sports minute before we end the night, ladies and gentlemen. There's some segments still on the table. I know we got to deal with echoes and shit. We really appreciate you being with us. But here's here's our dear friend, Mike Jolis. Hello, 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 Coach K, Big B, and Bacon. Hey, guys, it is now time for the Sports Minute with Mike Jolitz. Well, hockey fans, we have less than 30 days left till the preseason starts. I can't wait, except for the Winter Classic they do in the baseball stadiums, that is. I'm not a fan, sorry. The Sports Arena at ASU, where the Arizona Coyotes are going to play, well, it got a new name. The 5,000-seat facility will be known as Mullet Arena. $100 says they don't fill that arena with paid attendance more than 10 times. Phil Kessel is a Coyote no more. He signed a one-year deal with Vegas for $1.5 million. Well, if the Yotes win 20 games, I'll be surprised. Colorado, Florida, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and the Rangers have the best odds to hoist the Stanley Cup this year. Arizona has never <laughs> been to the finals, and they have the worst odds to win it, too. And in the weirdest thing I've seen in a while, a New York Yankee fan was caught on video at the ballpark drinking his beer through a hot dog. <laughs> That's just weird. And finally, in the sports minute, congrats to Canada on winning the 2022 World Junior Championship. Congrats, Canada. Yeah. All right, guys, that does it for the sports minute. Juice, ciao, and I'll be saying, hope you guys have a great show. There we go. Mike Joel, it's our friend on uh, Cave Crew Radio. I'm glad that he's doing a segment for for the hockey show, too. It's awesome. And, and he'll pull in, like, the weird stories. I think he should cover uh, the Montreal Canadiens making the playoffs this year. <laughs> I, I, honestly, or the Arizona God. Coyotes getting more than 100 people in the stands. Well, 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 wait a minute. Like, honest to God, I respect your opinion until you spurted that projectile vomit of Montreal. I think we, we now have a segment for, for a new segment each week 
How has the Canadians done in the past week? Yes. This week in Montreal. This week in Montreal. This week in Montreal. I like it. Let me write that down. All right, guys, listen. We need to get some time management. Or, well, next time we don't do two to two two segments of the division at once. We just yeah, do, we do one division, you know, one and two. one. Yeah. Yep. Well, and and yeah, because we missed up or down, we missed viewer mail. We'll get to it next time. We're back on the twelfth. Uh, we'll answer all your questions. Um, anyway, it was great being with everyone tonight uh, on this special Friday edition, and thank you for bearing with us with our hiccups and all that good stuff. Uh, Big B has not provided me with an outro, so I'm going to. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to work on that. I'm going to uh, play the intro again. Say goodbye, guys. Later. Goodbye, guys. Uh, guys, I'd like to uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be back in September. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.